0: We have Carolyn Wen, the CEO of MidBase with us today, and we're excited to ask her some questions from the community and actually some from our team. And I've been watching a lot of your videos. Yeah, you're, you're an outspoken individual and actually a role model to a lot of uh, female entrepreneurs, Carolyn. So thank you for what you do. Uh, just to kick things off, uh, how did you get into blockchain? Um, and, and how did you, well, I guess it kind of transitioned into, but MidBase, how did, how did this all happen?
1: Definitely. So uh, I'm originally from Germany and I used to work in the festival industry. So um, I had many clients, many customers, and one of my favorite festivals is called Wilde möhre in Berlin. And um, the founder told me one day, hey, Carolyn, in the future, um, there will be no ticketing companies, no banks. Um, it will just all be uh, transparent on the blockchain. There will be no intermediaries. And I was really impressed. And I... Um, read about this weird thing ethereum and blockchain <laughs> and uh yeah so I just read you know did my research um but actually didn't own any tokens and then through like my research i um got a job in german parliament for a technology spokesman and then i actually um wrote speeches and keynotes for a politician. And um, then whilst I was working at the German parliament, I uh, went to uh, several events uh, in my role, and then I met Nate, um, the the founder of MintBase. And at that time he was in Berlin because he won the Defcon 4 Hackathon in Prague and uh, everyone told him you should go to Berlin. So he was there (laughs) and I was there and then we met and I was fascinated. yeah what he was building and two years ago he was already talking about those weird nfts and i really <laughs> found it very abstract but uh yeah so then i got on board and six months later i um yeah transitioned into Mintbase and quit the job at parliament
0: Wow, and you had a really interesting, and I, I imagine this has a lot to do with where MintBase is positioning themselves, kind of the, because I read, you know, you're the first to integrate with um, audio integration and really catering for uh, music producers. I'm imagining that came from your background.
1: Um, I mean, mostly to be honest, from people just asking us, uh, hey, oh, wow. can we use uh, NFTs for, um, for music? So there was one person in particular, um, Vandal, Uh, DAO records and he um, pushed us to integrate audio NFTs that was uh, last year in May Mm -hmm. so we integrated uh, audio NFTs and all the um, NFT um, files are stored on our weave.
0: I saw that and I actually read the article by Nate uh, on Medium on choosing near and he really dives deep into you know Airweave and some of the the tech behind it but I'm really curious so when you met Nate um, what was it about NFTs and you know, I know you researched into it, but what really made you make that jump? Because there's a lot of entrepreneurs in the same scenario where you are, where they're familiar with, they did the research and then, you know, now they're seeing it everywhere. What, what made you, and what convinced you to, to make that full jump in?
1: So overall, um, it's the vision that it can really change the world and make the world a better place. I know it it sounds very cheesy, but, um, yeah, I really believe in it. And, and Nate uh, actually like saw the vision and he used to work for a company called Bums where they try to fractionalize um, ownership of shares. Because if you think about the world we live in right now, we don't really own shares. We don't really own tickets or music. It's There's no ownership on the internet. And with NFTs, you can not only own stuff, but you can even fractionalize ownership. So um, with like... Um, you know now on the new near mint base we have uh, a mint base on near blockchain we have like um the split revenue or split royalty function that. yeah, so every time you uh purchase uh, or you you sell an nft as I don't know a musician, you can decide, okay, I want to give ten percent to my grandma, twenty percent to my mom or whatever and it's uh, yeah, the logic can stay forever with the royalty function or you can just set it for, for the first time sale. So that's really fascinating. And you can really take control. You can monetize your content. And as a creator, I mean, it's uh, like really time to, to change something because if you look at um, normal musicians, uh, like uh, we have many friends in Berlin who are DJs and they have 1 million streams a year and they get like maybe, I don't know, they earn thousand euros or something. This is Not crazy. Much. And they yeah. are the people who create value. It's not the big platforms. And we are actually like pushing people to become independent of platforms, although we are a platform, but, you know, you can move the NFTs wherever you want. They don't need to stay in the mint-based ecosystem.
0: Wow. And, and just to just to give some context, you know, that, that way of, you know, separating the, let's say if it's a referral or, or giving uh, royalties to somebody that has never been available to the, you know, startup creator or just you know they they would be done through like rights trademarks and these complex you know legal structures that most startups or actual creators they don't have access to right and uh, i know as more and more creators are getting younger just because they're learning how to do it on youtube just as other day, i was watching a dj just he's making funny funny kind of content and videos and now he's featuring all these radio shows and you know he may or may not have you know big you know, corporations or labels behind it. But now with, with Mintbase, you know, you could, you could do it. You could do it.
1: Yeah, you could do it. I mean, it's obviously like completely new this world and uh, NFTs apply to any kind of sector, like art sector, ticketing, music, uh, you know, even um, page like uh, healthcare records and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's really fascinating, but also it's um, kind of, a new world, so um, it's really difficult for many NFT creators um, to market themselves. But it's definitely a different world. So most people market their NFTs on Twitter or um, in virtual galleries, like yeah. on CryptoVoxels or Decentraland. So it's completely different. But yeah, if you if you have um, you know if you are willing to learn and you um, just do something great, then I'm sure you can um, also market your product. We are right at the beginning of, of all
0: of this. Exciting times. And I know because um, we had Miko Matsumura, one of the keynotes, and one of his big themes was that NFTs could potentially swallow up all of IP, you know, not just not just music, not just art, but even to pull it as far back as uh, IP. And let's say someone invented some new, I don't know, let's say instead of Moderna figuring out the mRNA, what if somebody figured it out, put it on NFT. And every time a vaccine was made, you can get royalties from it. So it's very, I, I just see this as like, we're just at the beginning and it could change the way we fundamentally look at creators, right?
1: Exactly. Like, yeah, it's just the next evolution of the internet. And uh, I just cannot believe right now what is happening around us. Like a year ago, two years ago, we were like, You know, we really didn't see this coming that it's, I mean, yes, we saw it coming, but we saw, we thought like in five or 10 years, uh, like people will wake up to the concept of NFTs and use them, but it's happening now. This is crazy.
0: So Carolyn, you're literally at the forefront. You're in the driver's seat at this uh, innovation jump. Um, You know, what, what's, what's your thoughts on where it can go next? And uh, what's your favorite, you know, what's your favorite thing about this whole transition right now?
1: Yeah, so the first turn, like the first phase was uh, crypto kitties and collectibles. And uh, the second phase was more like, okay, I don't know, music and different file types. But now it's all about uh, those NFTs being used in the real world. So uh, you can, I don't know, redeem an NFT, um, like a digital uh, piece against a shoe at Nike, or you can, what? The festival. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> Nate is saying, the festival. Or you can use NFTs at an actual festival. You can, like, uh, you know, uh, create, uh, offer massages or beer or whatever as an NFT that can be redeemed. And maybe it, like, gains value or you pack some fractional ownership to it. So you can do so many things with NFTs and empower empower creators. And, um, yeah, what we're going to see is it's just really going to be fun. But I'm really excited about um nfts being used and purposeful nfts just really seeing not only like okay i have this nft it sits in my wallet done mm-hmm. but um like having an nft that actually like at the festival i can go backstage and um you know meet my favorite artist or um i can access like a different content on his website or maybe i can get reduced um scarf with his logo or whatever like all those creative things because the token is the api and it really depends what the creator wants, but he can open up so many worlds um, with this uh, NFT. And it's all transparent on the blockchain. And there's no lying anymore. You cannot say, okay, they're only like, you know, we sold out of tickets or... Um,
0: <laughs> but really, they like didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can just look at, uh, no, it's not true. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just, uh, we just finished the interview with Sub- Sebastian from The Sandbox. And it's so interesting because... Uh, he kind of sees the future of NSTs in a, in a very similar way, but of a different light because he's in gaming. But the whole concept is now it's not just a thing. It's something that you can use. You can play games if you can put it on your avatar. And in your case, it's like things can that can augment your real experiences, real life experiences, which is extremely fascinating. I don't think people are talking about this yet, but the, the yeah. potential is immense.
1: Definitely. Nate, what? Excuse me, I'm getting...
0: Uh, <laughs> no, Nate, I'd, I'd love to chat with Nate, too.
1: <laughs> Just, <laughs> what did you say, Nate? The festival,
0: Bill Miller. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sebastian is focused on gaming. Uh, we are very focused on real-world uh, use cases, and um, I already presented it at the talk, but... Um, we are doing a hybrid festival with a uh, with the guy who actually got me into blockchain, right? Because he told me about Ethereum in 2017. So um, he's really up to create this um, hybrid festival. So we are building, currently building um, in Somium Space and Crypto voxels the festival and. Um, then uh, at the actual um, location in berlin they are building a tea house uh, we call it the nft house and inside the house <laughs> it will look like <laughs> it will look so like moroccan you know you have moroccan carpets and you can drink tea but you can also learn about nfts you can scan qr codes which redirects you into the virtual world and then maybe you walk around and it also like from the virtual world um, there's a stream into the festival where you can like um look what's going on there so you can join like in the metaverse but also at the actual festival and you know like uh, talk get to know people exchange things so i think this will be mind like really mind-blowing for so many people who never like because nfts are really good for creators and creators and like you know, the young people are going to festivals. So this is exactly like kind of, we want to like show them, hey guys, you can really use those NFTs. You can go in the dark room and then you can take a photo and tokenize your festival photo with your friends. And it's super easy. And yeah, I'm, I'm just very excited for, for this event um, uh, or for the events because there are five festival editions this summer.
0: Wow, have you already uh, put, put any press out there or any announced dates and times that we can also know. share? It's, uh, all, no it's all coming up.
1: It's coming up, yes. Um, but I can share like uh, what we've been working on and I can send you some, some follow up links. And today we had just had a call uh, with the festival and it's, it's really nice to see like how the two worlds come together. And every, uh, what we will do as well, like every um, person who, goes to, who has a ticket to the actual festival, he will get given like a near wallet. Uh, oh, wow with some tokens that he can spend on NFTs like at the festival or before the festival in the virtual gallery and, and support the artists that they like, like by their. And also we onboard the artists who are actually going to the festival to uh, also create NFTs at the virtual exhibition. And yeah, so
0: it's It's nice. a beautiful culmination of all, all actually a lot of your your history and your experience too. So that's yeah. very exciting. Okay, then, uh, on to some of the final questions that our community has been asking, you know, a lot of our community is also investors and entrepreneurs, and they always want to hear if the insights, you know, you're, you are at the forefront of NFTs. Um, what are some exciting projects outside of Mintbase that you're looking at investing in? Um, you know, this isn't financial advice, but just, just to give some insights, like what are, what are the exciting projects that uh, you'd like to share and talk about just really briefly?
1: Definitely. So, um, our uh, team member Luis, he's building his own metaverse, which is called WebXR, and wow. it's like super cool. So, I don't want to uh, <laughs> to do too, too much self marketing. But what we will actually um, be offering is, whenever you mint an NFT on Mintbase, you just click on a button, and then you fly into uh, the WebXR world from from Luis, uh, from our team member, and uh, you can walk around and see your NFTs. Because right now what uh, creators have to do is they have to first they have to buy a parcel in crypto voxels. then they have to build uh, the gallery which is really complicated by the way then they have to put the art up and it's expensive but with this integration you don't need to do anything as a creator you just click on a button and it automatically appears there so i'm excited about luis uh, web xr project um, i'm also excited about uh, yeah, other metaverses, mostly like um, you know, Somnium Space, CryptoPixels, um, Decentraland. It's so exciting to see like how NFTs and in the metaverse will um, will mix up. And then apart from that, uh, what other projects are near? Obviously, and yep. and uh, it's like um, yeah, it's a great blockchain uh, and uh, just develop. Seeing how. Like um, our team is developing the NFT standards alongside the Near team. Um, yeah, it's really powerful. And a few other projects, but they not spontaneously come to my mind right now. But yeah. <laughs> those are, those are some verse.
0: great ones. And um, yeah, Near yeah, protocols, um, a lot of uh, our community has been looking into and actually investing in because you know, a lot of projects are picking it up as a good uh, platform to, to run on.
1: Exactly, and you know what? Like Near is not very good with like self-marketing, to be honest. Like their design really is not good, but the technology is good, and that is what counts. And they just announced their Rainbow Bridge, so you will be able to buy like Near like NFTs on Near with N and NETH. So that's really cool that they have this uh, Ethereum compatibility. So yeah.
0: Yeah, that cross-chain is still important, especially when there's so many pieces of the ecosystem combining, but. Carolyn, thank you so much for your time. It was very insightful and thank you for sharing.